Welcome to Art of the Kickstart, your source for crowdfunding campaign success. I'm your host, Roy Morjan, president of Inventus Partners, the top full-service turnkey product development and crowdfunding marketing agency in the world. We have helped startups raise over $100 million for our clients since 2010. Each week, I'll interview a crowdfunding success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert in order to help you take your startup to the next level with crowdfunding. Art of the Kickstart is honored to be sponsored by Gadget Flow. The Gadget Flow is a product discovery platform that helps you discover, save, and buy awesome products. It is the ultimate buyer's guide for luxury gadgets and creative gifts. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. Today I am talking with Matt Adams, founder of The Decent Company. Matt, thank you so much for joining us today on the show. Thanks for having me, Roy. Appreciate it. So I'm a, I'm a trying to become a, a better cook uh, now that we're all uh, you know at home and spending more time with our family. Uh, and you have created an amazing cutting board, you know, truly built to last. You've done a ton of engineering in this thing. So really excited to talk to the audience about this innovation. But really, I'm excited to hear from you in terms of, you know, where did this start? What inspired you to create this product? Yeah, it goes back quite a few years. I've been actively working on this project and, and the company for about two years since uh, December 18th, 2018. Uh, that was kind of the day that I just everything crystallized and decided to proceed. But before that, uh, I'd been kicking around some ideas as well. Um, what one of I, I'm an amateur cook. I cook at home a little bit myself. I, I wouldn't call myself like a foodie or a home chef or anything official, but um, I had, you know, been frustrated by cutting boards failing on me. Uh, that's in my Kickstarter intro video. And it's true that that really is kind of the inspiration that kicked this whole thing off. And that, you know, has been years and years now. Uh, it's just been a frustration of mine personally. I stumbled upon end grain butcher blocks, you know, boost block. Uh, they make a great product. They're, you know, the number one player in the market. And, you know, there's a lot of guys, other guys out there as well. Uh, just noticed, though, that there are some fundamental failings, I guess, that end grain orientation addresses some problems, but then inherently there are some other problems as well. So I got that nugget of idea in my head. And then, you know, going back, I guess, concurrently, my grandfather, he uh, he was a jack of all trades and really kind of like a renaissance man. He worked, founded a car dealership, was a woodworker, a metal worker, and an artist. And he created a brand his own brand of, uh, well, walking sticks for one, uh, you know, when in his retirement, when he was like 90 years old, walking sticks and stuff in the kitchen, actually, um, uh, spoons and spatulas and things of that nature out of hard maple as well. So that kind of inspired me on that. And then concurrently with the idea about butcher blocks, uh, the idea came to mind as like, oh, we can do something a little bit better. My stepfather is also a woodworker and has just retired. And I was for a couple of years, I was prodding him to make the stuff and then I would, you know, market it and sell it. And he never bit on that. Uh, so I just, at some point I just decided to take the idea for myself and run with it. 
So when you were creating this process, talk to me about the design process and the, you know how you went about deciding what features to include because I'm in absolute love with the name of a juice groove. So give our audience a little <laughs> bit of insight there. It's, it's groovy, yes. Yeah, I played around with the idea for the upgrade model to call it groovy uh, is the kind of name. Um, yeah, I think juice groove is actually a pretty standard industry term. I don't know. There's lots of other names uh, that could be used. Um, yeah, these specific ideas, I guess they just evolved. The, the, the embedded structural support, I, you know, I'd say that that's kind of like the core fundamental idea. And this actually, the base model, the, the decent butcher block without the juice groove, uh, that was for a long time the, the product. You know, we didn't have the upgrade model with the juice groove. It, it was just that, the, the, the end grain orientation, but then the structural support to strengthen uh, that, that end grain orientation when it runs north and south. It, you know, uh, there's a lot of good benefits of the end grain orientation for the cutting surface, but it's kind of weak in that. And it can bow in the middle if it's up on feet. And it if it's dropped, it can split in two real easily. That's why I added the structural support to address those issues. Then I had never been actually a fan of juice grooves. I had always hated juice grooves on a cutting board when I'm using it because it takes away a usable cutting surface and constricts me to, you know, coloring inside the lines, which I don't like to do. It just makes me feel constricted. Uh, that call me weird. I, I guess I am a weird guy in that way, but maybe awesome as well. Uh, I don't know. So I, I never liked a juice groove. I didn't want to offer it on my product. And, but then I got a lot of feedback from people that I was showing that they said, you got to have a juice groove. You got to have a juice groove. So I thought, okay, well, I can add a juice groove, but I guess it doesn't necessarily need to be on top and constrict me and take away a usable cutting surface. So that's where the inspiration came to just put it around the side and let the juices just flow over and collect the juice on the side. Killer. So give me some insight into your introduction to crowdfunding. You know, how, how did you decide that crowdfunding and Kickstarter was the right path or means to, you know, launch this product out into the world? I guess it's just, it's, you know, I don't know when Kickstarter started, actually, I've kind of forgotten that detail, but it's grown. It's, it's really almost the preferred method of launching a company these days. It's a platform for telling a story and connecting personally, you know, with an audience and creating a, uh, a following and a community where previously there was none. So it's just, it's a, it's a great marketing tool. So, you know, cash, you know, is one thing and that's comes with a kick with a successful Kickstarter, but you know, all the other stuff as well, just the exposure and the community aspect and all of that. It's, it's become clear, you know, that it's a great platform. Um, I've seen other companies, that I like launch there and, you know, grow into very successful companies. And from the start, I guess I, I just knew that that was, you know, the way to do it. Yeah. In terms of talking about community, give me a little bit of insight in terms of your experience with the backers that have come into the campaign so far, and maybe those that you've talked to, you know, before the campaign ever launched, how have you gone about managing the feedback, promoting it, and then getting ready to go into manufacturing? Well, it's, it's, it's a new nascent, community actually um, just starting to develop now. 
the run up to get to this point, um, been working on the marketing stuff, you know, all along the way the last two years, but haven't really started executing on, you know, the website and, uh, you know, the Kickstarter slash Indiegogo up until, you know, recently the past few months, I guess earlier this spring, uh, we started with Kickstarter. Uh, we're planning on that, then kind of flip-flopped and thought then thought we were going to go to Indiegogo. I really like the Indiegogo platform and I've been in contact with those guys as well. But then we just recently switched back with a little bit of feedback from you and your team, you know, just about Kickstarter being maybe a better platform uh, for a larger launch in this particular field uh, with this type of product. Um, I, I forgot the question, Roy. <laughs> I was kind of wandering off topic there. Yeah, we were just talking about the overall feedback with the community, you know, in terms of the engagement yeah, I, that they've been giving you. Have they given you any new product ideas or insights or making a smaller version or the big daddy version? You know, those kind of things. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I'm getting a little bit of that. Uh, you know, the feedback is just starting to trickle in now. There, there have been some good nuggets. Um, there, a lot of a lot of feedback about what needs to go into the FAQ, uh, in, most importantly, which is important right now for selling the product. Specific, I did have one feedback, and unfortunately, this is maybe call it a negative experience or not. I don't know. One guy wanted the product made without feet, and I expressed that. Well, uh, you know, the the feet are there for a reason. It's very important for the the wood to dry out evenly because that's the most common cause of failure in a, in a product, you set it down with, you know, moisture on the bottom, uh, the, the top dries out, the bottom does not, it warps and splits. And so in not so many words, I said, no, uh, I tried to get him to rethink his idea and he dropped his pledge. I, I kind of feel bad about that. Cause you know, had he, I guess asked again, if can you, yeah, but can you do it? I suppose I would have done it, but I just wouldn't feel good about it. So yeah, there you know, I've had a little bit of feedback uh, with customers. No, no new ideas, I guess, at this point. But it's it's been great interacting with the the community and just getting you know feeling their enthusiasm and their love for the product. That's pretty validating after I've been working on this you know for about two years now. Yeah, I mean, I, I always go back to the the Ford quote in terms of you know asking customers you know what they wanted and they would have said faster horses. Um, so, you know, it's, it's tough <laughs> to design a product for every individual person when years have gone into the engineering and the building of this product and the design, all the features are there for a reason, you know? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, it, that was, that was kind of tough. I kind of debated on that answer that I gave to him, but I just don't feel good, you know, putting the product out there and putting my name on it when there's a very good chance that. In a, and I explained that to him is like, it only takes one time and it happens to the best of us. You know, I've destroyed me and, you know, I'm, I'm a very careful uh, person and I've destroyed cutting boards, you know, on the regular. So uh, it, it happens to everybody. So I don't want to send my baby out there and it's going to break and then he's going to feel bad and like, oh, what a crappy product or whatever. So, yeah, it's it's hard to hard to please everybody, like you said, uh, and this is a very niche product, you know, and I'm fully aware of that. But most people this won't appeal to. But I'm finding now, you know, that people really have an enthusiasm for it and love the product. And that's awesome. 
No, that's great. So what's been your biggest surprise of your Kickstarter campaign thus far? <laughs> uh, biggest surprise, I guess it's, it's just been a little bit of a wild ride and I, that should not be a surprise. I came into the thing, you know, playing it pretty cool. Then, you know, it's been a little bit of a roller coaster. Monday when we launched, uh, you know, had a relatively good, you know, first day, you know, pretty big, I would say. Uh, not stratospheric, but, you know, solid. And, you know, we sold out of our early birds uh, or super early birds and uh, had then came to find, you know, that uh, people were not biting as much on, you know, the 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 higher price, you know, early bird, regular early bird. And a lot of people gave me feedback that, you know, I should have offered more uh, super early birds. And I, you know, I'm new to the platform, so I'm learning as I go on this. So I guess uh, they, you know, that's how it works. And they were right. Um, Customer is always right. Uh, so, yeah, sec second day kind of leveled off and, you know, really slowed down. And so then morning of the third day, it's like, OK, let's get this kind of trending back up again, you know. So just kind of had to modulate and course correct a little bit along the way. And I feel like we're kind of back on the right track now and uh, accelerating again. Awesome. Well, it's good to see the active campaign doing well and, you know, getting constant communication back from the community that's going to bring this, help bring this product to market. So excited to see this thing all the way through. So yeah. Matt, this is going to get us to the launch round where I'm going to rapid fire a handful of questions at you. So you, you ready to go on cool. the block? Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. So what inspired you to be an entrepreneur? Uh, I guess I've always been an entrepreneur. I've failed at many jobs because I couldn't focus on the small tasks and was more interested in the big ones and uh, kind of realized that late in life and decided just to jump in and start doing my own things and super happy about it. So if you could meet any entrepreneur throughout history, who would you want to have a stake with? Uh, good question. Um, like right now I'm fascinated by Elon Musk. And so I haven't had a lot of time in advance to think about it. Uh, Elon Musk is just a freak and uh, I think a kindred spirit in that way and fascinates me and obviously a visionary. What would be your first question for him? First question. <laughs> How do you like your steak? Uh, <laughs> no, 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 he can eat the steak any way he wants. I don't care. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I think I would probably go to a, a more personal question. Uh, if I had only one question, uh, be something like, "Yeah, dude." Uh, part A of the question: What's up with you? And B: uh, How have you come to embrace your weirdness so much and just rock out with it? Um, I think it's pretty awesome. So a nice. little bit of validation and a question about how did you come to get to this point? There you go. I like that approach. Uh, any yeah. book you would recommend to a uh, budding entrepreneur? Um, no. Yeah. I'm not a huge reader in, uh, in the business space. Um, I've picked up books and started, you know, blue ocean theory and, you know, so on and so forth. Um, I don't know. It's I, I pick up my knowledge elsewhere. You know, I studied business and economics and marketing and university and everything. Since then, I've just kind of soaked things up like a sponge. Google News, honestly, is where I probably get most of my inspiration. Uh, 
the Google algorithm has, you know, figured out what I'm interested in and dialed it in. And I spend a lot of time on Google News. Nice. All right. I know you're uh, early on in your first Kickstarter campaign, but early to get your insights into what the future of crowdfunding looks like from your perspective. Future of crowdfunding. It's a good question. Um, I, I think there's a lot of risk in crowdfunding. Um, there's, and there's so many people doing it that you just fly under the radar and there's a good chance of failure. So maybe taking the risk out of it somehow, extending campaigns and maybe, I don't know, giving folks a chance to, to really, you know, build things up over a longer term maybe even, you know, give equity in the company. I know that's one of the the no-nos on the platform, but uh, sure. yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe just kind of give folks a chance to get the community involved on a, a longer term basis and build things more gradually rather than bang, here you go, 30 days, uh, make it or break it. Impressive. No, I like that. I, I really enjoyed this conversation, Matt. This is uh, now your opportunity to give our audience your pitch, tell people what you're all about, where they should go, and why they should check out The Decent Co. Sure. Um, well, yeah, The Decent Co., we're a new brand of uh, e-commerce, direct-to-consumer uh, kitchen products, just built to a really, really high standard, standard that, you know, to my personal standard and to what I suspect my consumers share uh, built to last beautiful design, unique design elements that are useful. We got this beautiful uh, end grain butcher block, embedded support structures, a silicone juice groove along the side. Uh, we're, you know, probably looking as well in the future into, I've got a few ideas, you know, for uh, cookware, cast iron, cookware, knives, things of that nature. And yeah, and, you know, we, we're building the company in a, in a right way as well. Uh, you know, working with good folks made in America and, you know, giving back as well, planting every tree for every cutting board sold um, and join 1% for the planet. So, you know, we want to give back along the way as well. Awesome. Well, Matt, thank you where, for where being to go. Kick, what? Yeah. So, <laughs> sorry to interrupt, Roy. Where to go? That's the important plug right now. Yeah. Kickstarter.com. Uh, Kickstarter uh, I don't have the URL, unfortunately. It, it's, it's a very long URL. Um, but Google the decent butcher block. The Kickstarter will pop up. And yeah, check it out there. And the decent.co. T H E D E C E N T dot C O. No M at the end. Sorry for that plug, uh, Roy, but appreciate it. Plug away, obviously. Thank you so much for joining us. Audience, thanks for tuning in. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com for the notes, the transcript, an actual link to the campaign that's going on right now. And, of course, thank you to our crowdfunding podcast sponsors, The Gadget Flow and Product Hype. Matt, thank you so much for joining us today on Art of the Kickstart. Thanks, Roy. Appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart, the show about building a business, world, and life with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode, awesome. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com and tell us all about it. There you'll find additional information about past episodes, our Kickstarter guide to crushing it, and of course, if you love this episode a lot, leave us a review at artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes. It helps more inventors, entrepreneurs, and startups find this show and helps us get better guests to help you build a better business. 
If you need more hands-on crowdfunding strategy advice, please feel free to request a quote on inventuspartners.com. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you again next week.